So my question is, what has your journey in faith looked like so far? Up until this point, if you could describe it in a few words, what would you, what would you say your faith journey has been like? And I'm going to tell you about some of my Christian heroes, um, people who've made a difference in my life and who continue to help me on my journey of faith. And as I was thinking about Christian heroes, um, I don't know who would spring to your mind. Um, I really struggled for a while to think of someone, which sounds really bad. <laughs> um, but there's lots of famous, well-known heroes, and I sort of went through a list in my head of people who I know, and I just thought, actually, I think the people who have helped me most in my journey, um, and probably for you as well, is often the people who are closest to us. Um, and I really like something Mike said last week about um, heroes most often are people that won't ever be recognized, just people kind of carrying on in the background. So I'm sorry if you were expecting someone um, that you maybe knew, but I'm going to be telling you about um, some people who are in the background of my life today. So my Christian heroes have always been those who are close to me, who either gently or sometimes forcefully um, help me to move forward. And the thing that resonated with me as I was reflecting on my Christian heroes and what I want to talk about, um, the theme that kind of came out as I was reflecting on them is a reminder that God is doing a work in me. He's doing a work in all of us. So um, a passage that embodies what I feel that they would say is Philippians 1 verse 6. And I've just got some short passages that I'm going to be reading today, so I thought it might be helpful to um, read them in a couple of different versions. So uh, the NIV version says, He who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. And then the message translation says, there has never been the slightest doubt in my mind that the God who started this great work in you would keep at it and bring it to a flourishing finish on the very day Christ Jesus appears. So the passage tells us that God is doing a work in us. And that seems obvious. We probably would, would say that. We know that that's true. Um, but I think I often forget about this process, this work, he's doing in me and actually the fact that it's not finished yet so if it's not finished then it means there's something that's meant to be going on we're a work in progress and if I look back over my life this work and this journey has been relatively um, slow and relatively steady I've had really great seasons um, I've had seasons of doubt and of questions um, and I've had seasons sometimes where I don't feel like I'm moving forwards or backwards at all. But in the midst of all of that, I have always sensed this gentle tugging forward to press in, to try again, that God wants to do a work. So let me tell you about my heroes. So hopefully some pictures will come up on the screen. And the first one I'm cheating a little bit because it's a few people. Um, I know the photos are really bad quality, but they're very old, so it's just to give you an impression. Um, but since I was little, I've been told about in my family generations of praying men, and particularly women in my family. So um, the first person I want to tell you about is my great-grandma, Atty, 
who um, my mum and dad are in the middle, that's their wedding day, and she's the lady on the left of them. And she's also in the top picture with my mum and dad. And um, I never knew my great-grandma Attie, but she is famous kind of in our family. We talk about her all the time. Um, and her and her husband were incredibly mission-minded. Um, they supported missionaries in Papua New Guinea for a long time. And the thing that she's always talked about in our family for is that she loved gathering people together. She loved hosting people um, so her and her husband would have people around all the time, missionaries, family members, you know, whoever was around, they were welcome. And then there's my grandma, Dulcie. So if we go to the next slide. And I knew my grandma, Dulcie, for um, a few years. She died when I was quite young. But again, she was um, an incredible woman, um, a real presence of God on her life. And even as a young child, I sort of knew that her, her home was a safe place. Um, and she, did, she taught Ari for something like 50 years. She had women's Bible study groups, um, kids' Bible study groups after school. So there was always something going on. And again, she loved hosting. She um, loved having people around. Um, and that's me and my grandma in that very bottom corner. So she has continued that legacy of Ati, of being a praying woman and of just standing for our family. <clears throat> and then like, um, a little bit closer to home for me, I guess, is my mum and dad. And that's a picture of me and my mum and dad. And they are real um, heroes to me on a daily basis. They've both been Christians for a long time. And... Uh, their faith has always been something that's out in the open in our home. They, um, they pray for us regularly. We've got a little family WhatsApp group and often we'll just, just get messages saying, thinking of you, praying of you, um, praying for you this morning. So they're always open about their faith, um, where they are on their journey. And for me, that just um, is such an encouragement. And so you can see through just those three generations that I know about, that this godly thread weaves through our family history. Um, and it is a reminder to me of God's sustenance, his guidance, and his faithfulness. And the reason I wanted to share about um, these family members as heroes, um, I, don't, I don't know about you, but I feel I get encouragement to, move on, um, to, to carry on by looking back and by seeing where I've come from. And by recognizing those around us who've been on the journey of faith for a long time. A lot of people have been on this journey um, a lot longer than me. Um, and who passed a baton to us in so many ways. And as I reflect on my history, I'm challenged to press in. To carry on this legacy for my own family and for future generations. And while this may not seem um, like a huge exciting thing, um, they'll probably never be known necessarily outside of my family circle. Um, I'm amazed that their small actions, their faithful actions that were repeated over many years have had this amazing impact on our family. And I'm, I'm the benefit of that, of those small actions repeated. And the second person I want to tell you about um, is uh, one of my good friends, Charlie, who is a real hero for me. And um, we've been friends since I moved to Guildford about five years ago. 
And more than anyone I've ever met, when I spend time with him, I feel that I really catch glimpses of Jesus' character. He's someone who really earnestly seeks to be in God's presence, but at the same time, he's really humble and he openly admits to his flaws and when he's got things wrong. Um, He's been super generous to Pete and I and loyal and when I'm around him, I just get the sense that he genuinely wants people to meet with Jesus, to have an encounter with God. Um, I feel like sometimes we put that on. I know that sometimes I feel that I put that on. But he just has this real desperation for people to encounter God. And over the time of our friendship, he has really tested and challenged me on a number of occasions. And I know that he's the kind of person who won't let me stay where I am. He's called me out. Um, Yeah, he says the hard things sometimes, which I really appreciate. And the reason that I wanted to share about Charlie, um, I guess, is that I think we all need people around us who can help to redirect our focus and challenge us to keep going. So who are your heroes? My heroes are the people who won't let me stay where I am, who remind me that God has work to do in my life, and encourage me to press into that. Do you have someone who won't let you stay where you are? 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18 says, And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. And the message version of this passage says, And so we are transfigured, much like the Messiah, our lives gradually becoming brighter and more beautiful as God enters our lives and we become like him. So there is meant to be a change at work in us, a transformation through knowing Jesus. Our lives are meant to be becoming brighter and more beautiful. And sometimes this work is fast, but often it's slow and often it's painstaking But if we look the same as we did a year ago, or maybe two years ago, or five years ago, then we have to think that something's not right there. So here's my challenge to you at this point. Have you moved? Or are you maybe in the same place that you were a year ago, two years ago, or five years ago? And I'm not talking um, about circumstances, about... um, money or your job or work or where your family's up to, but your journey of faith, have you moved? It doesn't matter how fast we move, but have you taken steps? God has too much to do in and through us to let us stay the same. And I think it's important to remember he loves us, you know, as we are. He loves us with our faults and our flaws He loves us with our doubts. So it isn't a fact that we have to move so that he'll love us more. But if you think that he wants us to stay where we are, then that's, I don't think that's right. I think he wants us to be continuing to press into him. And I'm not talking about doing works. This isn't about um, activity and striving and working really hard to change ourselves. Um, This isn't about a 12 steps to becoming a better Christian. Um, It's about a work and a change we can't do ourselves. 
It's about opening ourselves to him so that he can do the work. About seeking his presence, listening to his voice, openness and obedience. And I um, want to read to you a poem. Uh, A poem. This is something that I wrote a long time ago, but as I was thinking about this talk and sort of pressing into God's work, I was reminded of this. Um, And I wrote it in a phase in my life when I was desperate for change, um, for God's change in my life. And I was just so open to, God, whatever that means, whatever that looks like, I just want to be open to you and your presence. So I want to read this to you. You are the waves. I am the shore. Constant crashing. Continue, continue. The inward roll the outward drag, shaping the shore, continue, continue. With each wave, I am changed, rearranged. You are the tide, I am the sand, constant curling, continue, continue. The forceful push, the gentle pull, shaping the sand, continue, continue. With each wave, I am changed, remade. Each roll, each drag, ferocious, unrelenting, I submit to you as you move. Each push, each pull, purposed, almighty, I am revealed anew. So shape me, shape my shore. Push me, pull me, drag me, roll me. Force me, fight me, wash me, drive me. But do not leave me unchanged. Do not leave me to myself. Do not relent. Continue, continue. And I guess I wanted to read that because it's a challenge to me as well as I read it. It reminds me of a time in my life when I was just so open to God's move. Do not leave me unchanged. So what does this change, you know, what does this change we're talking about? What change does he make in our lives? Well, we, you know, throughout our lives we'll struggle with all sorts of things. Anger, impatience, unforgiveness, pride, stubbornness, addiction, temptation, hiding from him, many other things. And I know we'll probably struggle with most of these things most of our lives. But this is what being in relationship with Jesus means. It means we learn to leave these things behind to become more like him. It's a slow and purposeful change, just like the waves shaping the shore. 2 Corinthians 5.17 reminds us, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone, the new is here. So we are a new creation when we come to Christ. We're transformed. There's this change that takes place inside of us when we come into relationship with him. But that's not, um, that's not a one-off change. That's not sort of a, great, I've accepted God. I'm good now. It's a daily thing. His change is a constant work in us. Are we open to that change? And I think it's important to recognize as well that um, if others don't see a change in us, Why would they be interested in Jesus? 
We know that Jesus changes lives, that he brings freedom, peace, and hope. But that internal change that he does in in us isn't just for us. It actually points people to him. Our personal change is a demonstration of his work. It proves to people that he's real and he's alive. And we all have a story of change. If we're on a journey of faith, we've all got a story of change. Um, For me, the change in my life was before I knew God. Um, I was... I was good. I was self-sufficient. You know, I was independent. I could do things on my own. You know, God's busy. He's got far trickier people to deal with. Like, I've got this, God. I can, I'll just carry on. I can look after myself. And actually, through my relationship with Jesus, my change has been learning that actually my weakness and my surrender is what he wants most from me because that gives him space to move, that gives him space to be glorified in my life. So let's share our story of change. People need to hear that there is hope for them. What changes has he made to your life? Psalm 139, 23 to 24 says, "'Search me, God, and know my heart. "'Test me and know my anxious thoughts.'" See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the path everlasting. And I really like the message version of this verse. It says, investigate my life, O God. Find out everything about me. Cross-examine and test me. Get a a clear picture of what I'm about. See for yourself whether I've done anything wrong. Then guide me on the road to eternal life. And I just think this is an amazing attitude to have. And it, it, can be a, it could be a daily prayer for us of God, I'm open to change. You know where I am at. You can see what I'm struggling with. But I'm open to your leading. I'm open to your change in my life. Um, Pete and I were on a trip in Scotland just a few weeks ago. And I went for this really lovely walk um, by a river. And I was just having some time to talk with God and was being a bit of a drama queen and fretting and going, God, I've just been in the same place for such a long time. You know, I must be so tricky for you. You must be sick of me. Like, I know I'm a difficult case. And I walked past and spotted this tree. Um, that's hopefully going to come up. And I know it's not a particularly great picture, but it was huge. And it actually sort of stopped me in my tracks. Um, It was just incredibly sort of twisted and gnarled and ancient and beautiful. And it was almost like a few trees had kind of combined into this, this one tree. And I know it sounds a little bit cheesy, but I had a real sort of sense of just awe looking at this tree, thinking, wow, it's been long, it's been around longer than I've been alive. And throughout that time, it's been growing and changing and adapting And it's probably seen incredible things over that time. And as I was thinking about this week, uh, thinking about that tree this week, I felt this understanding that God's been working a really long time. And he's continuing to work. His plans and his purposes span an incredible history past. You know, I've just been talking about the short history of my family and the history that that is for me 
but his plans are, have been incredible and they're continuing. So he's not stumped by me. I'm not difficult for him. I'm just a work in progress. And like this tree, he has a long-term plan in mind for me and for you. It's not about something quick. It's not about a transformation overnight. It's about faithful perseverance over days, weeks, months, years, generations. And the change that that brings to our life and the lives around us. So you just, um, as I finish, here's my um, encouragement for you today from my heroes. The first thing would be, press in. There's more. There's always more that he has for us. Remember where you've come from and how far God has brought you. Let that story encourage you to keep pressing in today and every day. And the second thing is, prepare to change. Where do you want to be going? Where does he want you to be going? God has not finished his work with us, and our lives are transformed into his image as we let him work in and through us. And let let us let Psalm 139 be our prayer. God, search me. Know my heart. Move me forward. Continue your work in me. I'm open to you. And just as we finish, I'm not sure if we're going into um, time of prayer, but I want to end with a question as well. So knowing where you are now and where you've come from, where would you like to be? What further transformation are you hoping for in your life? Why don't we um, give some time now for God to reveal some of that work he still wants to do in us and just reflect on the journey we've been on so far.